The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400, WDWS, and Light Rock 97.5, WHMS, Champaign-Urbana, News Gazette Media Stations. Another handoff to Corbin, big hole right side, he's free. 40, 50, 40 of Nebraska, 40, 20, he's going to score! Touchdown! Reggie Corbin, touchdown Illinois! Fighting Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to kickoff is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Your first look and in-depth preview of today's contest here on News Talk 1400 WDWS and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS, the flagship home for fighting Illini football. Picked off by Dele Harding. He's running go, the other way. 25, 20, 10, there it 5, is. 6, 6, touchdown! Today, it's the 109th annual homecoming game at Memorial Stadium as the Illini battle the Wisconsin Badgers. 57-yard attempt to the north end. It is up, and it is good! Now, from Grange Grove, outside historic Memorial Stadium, on the campus of the University of Illinois, here's your host, Scott Beatty. And happy homecoming. Good morning, everybody. Welcome into Fighting Illini Game Day. It's the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. We are live in Grange Grove on this cool and crisp October morning. The undefeated Badgers are here at 6-0, 3-0, in Big Ten play atop the West Division in the Big Ten, the Illini trying to stop their four-game losing streak after falling to Michigan last week, 42-25. to Temperatures starting to climb a little bit. We're in the high 40s, low 50s on an otherwise clear day. Perfect fall. A lot of leaves starting to turn their colors. It smells of football around here, too. So let's start with our opening drive brought to you by Harriet's Rents, Tents, and Events. Michael Martin is here. He'll be patrolling the sideline during the ball game, good to see you. Happy homecoming. Thank you. Happy homecoming to you. It's no secret the Illini are uh, big-time underdogs here against these Badgers who are having one of their best seasons ever so far. How do you frame this game? I mean, you're, it's a David versus Goliath situation. Wisconsin is by far the best team that Illinois is going to play this year. So you have a chance to compete against one of the best in the nation. And if you got to do well. And you gotta be, you're going to have a hometown crowd with homecoming um it's just an exciting game to go into and lovey smith talked this week about playing your football playing uh, being able to hold your head up high when you leave the game and being able to live with the result yeah uh it's it's about competitiveness and being able to hang with the big dogs and illinois last week they showed that they could with uh with michigan for a quarter and a half, but you got to play a full four quarters. And the, the line I certainly would be, like to be in a place where they're not the underdogs like this in regularly in Big Ten West games, but that's a reality for him right now. We're off and running here. That's the opening drive brought to you by Harriet's Rents, Tents, and Events. It's the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Coming up, we'll hear from Lovey Smith, also offensive coordinator Rod Smith, and we will hear from Paul Christ on the other side with the coach's corner. And we'll get, bring you our first word. Britt Miller is due to check in with us as well. It's Rudy Wealth Management pregame show for all your wealth management needs and all of your retirement planning. See Rudy Wealth Management Central Illinois Retirement Specialist. The Coach's Corner is next. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. 
here again, Scott Beatty. We are back in Grange Grove, Illinois, and Wisconsin today for homecoming. Let's hear what the coaches have to tell us. Brought to you by Clark Lindsey, Kramer Signing and Window, and Hickory Point Bank. Head coach Levy Smith says the Illini know what is coming from the Badgers, and, of course, that starts with star running back Jonathan Taylor. I mean, he's you know, arguably the best player in college football. He's an excellent run in between the tackles. Uh, he has size. He can hit you with power. He's faster than most people. He's on their track team. So you start off with that, downhill runner. And it seemed like Wisconsin, I mean, they lost a lot of offensive linemen from last year's team. But it seemed like there's another big guy that kind of goes, you know, comes in. Good scheme. You know, it's a good challenge. You have to be sound. You have to first like contact. We know what we're going to see. It's not going to be a finesse game this week. Need a big boy pads on, and that's what we plan on putting on. Illini offensive coordinator Rod Smith has the task of calling plays against a Wisconsin defense that has given up just 29 points in six games. Great challenge ahead of us. We do. I mean, I'm going to be consistent with what I, my approach. Trust. We, we, I, I believe 100% in our system. 100%. I never faulted from that. Uh, it's all about execution from what from our standpoint. We talked to our guys this morning. When we execute, if we if we can get ourselves to execute for four quarters, like we did the second and the third quarter of this last game, then we're going to be smiling. On the Badgers' side, head coach Paul Chris discusses whether there's concern his squad would overlook the Illini and onto Ohio State next week's opponent. I don't worry about them, but you never take it for granted, and and so I think you you know you do all you can to to make sure that um, you take advantage of every opportunity, but. With this group, I don't worry about it, but at the same time, I think that you have to, um, you never want to take anything for granted, and it, and that's every week. That's not this week, that's every week. And Chris has a sense of how the Illini might be having to prepare, depending on who's the starting quarterback today. You know, you only know what you see on film, and yet, obviously, two different guys, and, and I know when we're in those situations, you, you have to still run your offense, and yet... I think there are things that each person, you know, you kind of, there's a lean, right, in, in what you go with. But, uh, you know, as you prepare, you got to prepare for for it all, and it's got to fit. You know, what you do schematically has to fit, you know, with and versus all of that. And that's the coach's corner. And, well, prepare for Brandon Peters. The Illini have announced that Brandon Peters will be the starting quarterback today. He missed last week with an injury. In a moment, in a moment, we'll do the first word. Brian Barnhart, Lauren Tater here, and former Illini linebacker Britt Miller. Stay with us on Fighting Illini Game Day. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Now with more, here's Scott Beatty. Welcome back to Grange Grove and happy homecoming, everybody. It's time for the first word as the Illini are taking on the Wisconsin Badgers today, and it's brought to you by Harriet's Rents, Tents, and Events. Brian Barnhart and Lauren Tate are here as uh, the Illini have a big task today, don't they? They do. Yeah, this team's pretty good they're playing today. Uh, how good they are on the national level, I think they'll find out more next week against Ohio State when they go to Columbus. But certainly, and in talking to the Wisconsin people, they're like, well, they played five straight home games after the first game with South Florida on the road. They haven't really even been challenged yet, and that's been the most interesting thing. And So we'll see how they do, but they're leading the nation in several defensive categories. They've shut out 
for the first six opponents. I looked it up. That hasn't happened since Oklahoma back in 1967. So what they're doing is kind of historic. Well, you know, uh, they've given up four touchdowns, and that one of them, two of them came after they were ahead of Michigan, 35 to nothing. The other two came after they had a Northwestern, 28 to nothing. So, you know, they, they've been dominant in every game. They've gotten out in front and won handily. Britt Miller is here, former Illini linebacker, the pride of Decatur as well. Good to see you. Hey, glad to be here. You know, playing Wisconsin brings back a lot of great memories. Uh, you know, a lot of big linemen, a lot of guys out in front of here. Uh, a lot of a lot of linemen out in front of here that we've played against Wisconsin and uh, you know hit a lot of those guys in the mouth. So <laughs> hopefully we can uh, do some of that today. These guys are a little more straight downhill at you, aren't yeah. they? No, there's no, there's not many tricks coming at you. So um, I think if we just get you know load the box, make sure we got one more than they do, and uh, make sure we're playing uh, ready for power encounter and get downhill and hit, hit people in the face. I mean that's what you got to do. One of the things I think is tricky with Wisconsin is their quarterbacks decent guy and he, he seems to have good timing uh he may not wow you with his arm but he can deliver where he needs to deliver it you know they gave up hollybrook and just let him go away yeah i mean and because they had a, a rookie quarterback last year that they were ready to put, put in this year i mean that's kind of amazing how many how many games did he start for him well i, I mean, think two brian, years at least brian's right i mean there was it's, it's kind of a plug and play system this guy's a little bit better but once again, they've not been challenged on the national level yet. That's right. Um, and may may or may not happen today. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, is Wisconsin notoriously plays, um, you know, some powder puffs early. So we need to get downhill on them and see if we can hit them, stop them. You've had to guard, defend good running backs from there. They've had good running backs forever. What's, what is it about their offense? Is it the line? Is it the size of the line? Is it their blocking scheme? What is it? I, I, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's something that you don't see every week, um, especially that they're so dedicated to power and counter and lead. And so there's a there's a safety out here. His name's Justin Harrison. And uh, P.J. Hill will remember him really well. P.J. Hill went ahead and put on a neck brace and came back out and tried to finish the game because guys <laughs> at all levels have to be involved in tackling this guy from Wisconsin. It can't just be front seven. It's got to be safeties. It's got to be corners. So if we see that getting if we see the uh, the back end getting involved in tackling early, that's not a bad thing against Wisconsin. We need everybody. Lovey talked about wanting to have contact today, want to be ready for it. Is that something you have to get your mind ready for? Because I mean, you're in football already. You got to like it, right? Yeah, but you know what? These guys they're they're not a friend of space. They like to get you tight and uh, see if they can carve you up a little bit. So um, I think the the key is whenever these guys are turning, uh, before the linemen can turn and get uphill on the pools, if we can get downhill on them first. We gain a lot of advantage. Being a linebacker, I'm sure you uh, keep an eye on linebackers. Hanson's having a really good year. Harding's leading the team in tackling, leading the Big Ten in tackling. Yes. What are, what are you seeing from them? What do you like? Well, you know what? They're maturing. So Hanson, first of all, watching him play, he's great in space. Uh, he seems to be a timely linebacker, uh, makes plays whenever we need it. Um, and we just haven't been able to finish the games when the defense has stepped up. So, uh, you know, and then, you know, I'm familiar with leading the Big Ten in tackles. Uh, you just got to keep plugging away. And that's my advice to those linebackers. Today is going to be a stat pattern. It really is because they're going to run the ball quite a bit for linebackers, and they got to get downhill, got to keep their eyes on those running backs because in the end, that running back, uh, Jonathan Taylor, is going to have the ball. So we got to get downhill. we got to try to get that ball out. Britt Miller, good to see you. I know uh, you haven't had so many Saturdays open in your life, so it's good to be, see you here and, and taking it all in. Yeah, you know, uh, last year – having a great opportunity to win a state championship here with Monticello and my and my family and my cousin was a quarterback and um, you know my wife had kept some of our weekends pretty busy 
And I said, hey, it's time to get to some Illinois games. So uh, we've, uh, we're enjoying being back. Got the whole family here today. Gentlemen, enjoy the game. Appreciate you all. That's the first word right, brought to you, you by Harriet's you. Rents, Tents, and Events. We'll do our keys to the game in just a moment. Plus, we'll have a conversation with Illini offensive lineman Richie Pettibon. Stay with us. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Here again, Scott Beatty. We are in Grange Grove. Happy homecoming as the Illini are getting ready for the Wisconsin Badgers on 11.01 a.m. kickoff. And we welcome in Martin O'Donnell, who will be in the booth, along with Michael Martin, who's back, will be patrolling the sidelines. Happy homecoming, Martin. Thank you. Same to you. Good to see you. Wisconsin seems to be a frequent opponent for homecoming. I don't know if that could be uh, altered at some point, but but because uh, they're really good right now. But Yeah, well, hey, look, you're playing Big Ten games. I mean, homecoming is always kind of around this time of year, and no matter who you're playing, I mean, it's, it's a great crowd out here, a lot of tents here in Grange Grove, so looking forward to a good game. Yeah, well, what, what have you seen? We kind of know the bread and butter, Jonathan Taylor. Sure. And, and their offensive line. But what, why is Wisconsin at another level this year? Well, I or think at least they seem to be. <laughs> I, I think as a team, the reason they're at another level is because of their defense. Their defense is fantastic. I mean, it really, it starts with their linebackers. But, you know, again, another thing that Wisconsin typically does is they don't beat themselves, right? So offensively, while they lost a lot of offensive linemen, they were able to kind of reload. They have their system. And they just kind of chunk their way down the field. And then you put Jonathan Taylor, who I think is the best running back in the country, behind them. And, you know, it makes a really, really formidable opponent anytime you have an elite defense and a very sound, good offense with an elite playmaker like Jonathan Taylor. And it seems like they can do enough in the passing game to yeah. complement that run game. I've, I don't know what I would do if I'm a linebacker because you have to be ready for that run, but be ready to drop as well well it's just as simple as reading your keys and i think that's when when guys try to do something outside of what their rules are and what they're teaching are that's when they get themselves in trouble if you're having your mind hey i think they're going to run the ball but you're not reading your keys that's where guys get messed up so i think it's really just as simple as reading your keys and then going to those spots and going bringing some some violence and bringing some vengeance lovey smith has said when brandon peters is healthy he'll be the starting quarterback and we found out he is the starting quarterback today michael all right we'll see what he brings back uh he's had time off uh nursing an injury he's back he's ready to go i want to see some good football out of brandon peters yeah i think if he can stay in himself and just deliver in a timely manner Milani could uh Maybe move the ball a little bit with uh, this Wisconsin defense. All right, let's get into our keys to the game. Brought to you by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign. The unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert steers you in the right direction. A whole team of them takes you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested. What's the keys against the Badgers? Me. Go ahead, okay, let's go with me. I think Illinois has to win the turnover battle. I mean, I think they have to win it by three. Last week against Michigan, they were up 2-0 in turnovers. Illinois turns the ball over two times late. I think any time you're looking for an upset, you have to win the turnover battle, and you have to win it decisively. So I really think Illinois has to win that by three. Michael? I think Illinois needs to come out fast and hit Wisconsin in the mouth the best they can. Uh, Wisconsin thus far has not really had a challenge and has not faced much adversity. I'd be interested to see how they react, whether that's causing turnovers, um, like Martin mentioned, or just uh, getting quick plays on uh, offense or defense. Wisconsin's had one road game this year. They had no trouble in it in their opener, but they haven't been away from Camp Randall in 50 days. It will be interesting to see how they respond to that too. And 
much was made about 25 straight points scored against Michigan. Is that a confidence builder for this team? I, I think it certainly should. I think you, you take confidence in the fact that, look, you're down 28-7 to seven at halftime, able to come out of the third quarter, really rally. But, again, it's not really about moral victory. So I think what they should do is, is really focus on, hey, we need to come out fast against Wisconsin because if you do that against – do what you did against Wisconsin, against Michigan, it's just not going to work out. Gentlemen, have a great call. Thanks for being with us. No and problem. that's the keys to the game brought to you by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign. Well, this has been the year of the transfer portal with a number of newcomers contributing this year. Offensive lineman Richie Pettibon transferred from Alabama with a bunch of football pedigree in his family as well. I talked to him this week. Here's our conversation. You're six games in. I know two and four is not where you want to be, but this transition to Illinois football after being at Alabama, the whole experience, how's it been for you? Just to start off, I think um, you know it's been an awesome opportunity for me to be able to come to this great university. My teammates, my friends, uh, people on campus I've met, teachers, everybody's really accepted me, and uh, you know I really feel like I've you know become become a part of this family, and it'll be family I'll be a part of uh, you know for the rest of my life as an alumni. So. Um, I've really, really enjoyed the process, and uh, just to touch on what you said earlier, you know, we, you know, nobody wants to be two and four. You know, everybody wants to be six and zero, oh, but you know, this is football, and uh, you know, when you're out there playing, competing, so, uh, stuff happens. And uh, we lost some some very close football games, but I think the position we're in as a team is, um, you know, I think uh, we're going in the right direction, and uh, we've shown a lot of resiliency, and uh, we've shown sparks. And I think for us, the most important thing is playing a complete game um, from start to finish. What have you learned about yourself as a football player, being a starter and out there every day? It's a lot different than, uh, you know, when you're a second-string guy and then when you're the starter. So uh, just, uh, you know, mindset, going into the game, knowing, you know, you're going to play 80 to 100 plays. It's going to be a battle. And, uh, you know, I think it's been an awesome opportunity. It's been great being able to be out there and be able to play. But yeah, I think it's just, you know, preparation, mindset, and, uh, you know, just knowing that, you know, you're about to go to war. So it's been really, really good. Felt the kindred spirit with the other transfers. Most of you guys weren't starters where you came from for whatever reason, injuries, just depth chart, and that kind of thing. Have you felt like a, a bond over that that you guys have become the guys here? Yeah, I think um, you know, I think all all the guys that that transferred in really had that mindset of you know, I don't expect anything. I want to come here and you know earn my position and compete. And uh, you know, I think all of us have done a really really nice job. And I think it's been really easy for us to become good friends, become close because you know we came from a similar situation. We've really enjoyed our time together. And uh, you know, in the, in the beginning it was a little difficult because you know you don't you don't really know anybody. But uh, you know, we had that connection in common where you know we came from somewhere else. But uh, the Illinois family has really taken us in under their wing, and uh, we're really enjoying it. We're talking with Richie Pettibon, Wisconsin, obviously a, a big-time opponent, especially with how they're playing this year. Can you talk to me about the power of belief? Because you came from a program in Alabama where you could say, I can believe because of the talent that's there, and everybody right. kind of regards that as superior talent. What about in this type of situation? What's the power of belief coming into a, a game like this? That's a great question, and I think uh, – at a place like Alabama, we never really talked about the talent or the four stars or the five stars. We always, we got our confidence from how hard we worked, how we prepared in the spring and the summer, and um, you know how we prayed every week for every game. And uh, 
the power of belief and the power of just knowing you're going to go out there and you're, you're going to win the football game. And I think, you know, that, that wins a lot of the battles that, you know, people don't know when it comes to psychologically coming into a football game. And uh, I think for us, man, I mean, I think we had an awesome spring. I think we had an awesome summer. And we really, really worked hard. And um, I don't know if there's many other teams that, that, that worked like we worked. So I think going into a game, we have to understand and believe that, you know, we put the time in, we put the work in, and uh, we deserve to have an opportunity to win this football game. We need to put ourselves in the right position. So I think uh, it really just falls on, you know, believing in your hard work and believing in the time you put in, uh, you know, before you step on the field on Saturdays. Richie, thanks for your time. Good luck. Absolutely. Thank you very much. That's Illini offensive lineman Richie Pettibon when we come back here on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. A look at this day in Illini football history. Appropriately enough, Red Grange will be in it. That's next on Fighting Illini Game Day. Welcome back. It's the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. I'm Scott Beatty. Time now for This Day in Illini Football History. Brought to you by Hickory Point Bank, Kramer Siding and Window, and Clark Lindsay. A look at some moments from October 19th through the years. Today, the Illini wear the Grey Ghost uniforms in honor of perhaps the greatest Illini, Red Grange. 95 years ago today, in 1924, sports writer Grantland Rice first penned the phrase Grey Ghost in his poem about Grange. The day before, at Memorial Stadium's dedication game, Rice witnessed Grange's famous performance against Michigan when he ran for five touchdowns, four in the first quarter, and threw for another. Rice's story began with this. A streak of fire, a breath of flame, eluding all who reach and clutch. A gray ghost thrown into the game that rival hands may never touch. A rubber-bounding, blasting soul whose destination is the goal, Red Grange of Illinois. Considered college football's first star and perhaps the greatest player ever, here's Red Grange recalling how he only went out for football due to some peer pressure. I was pledged to the Zeta Psi fraternity, and I'll tell you how I got out for football. They didn't ask me what I was going to do. They lined all the pledges up in a row, and they said, you do this, you do that, and you do that. They got to me, and they said, you go out for football. And I said, no, I'm a basketball player. They said, go out for football. I went over to old Illinois field, and there must have been, oh, 100 kids out for, for football for the freshman team. And I didn't even ask for a suit. I had heard all of these Chicago boys and Britain of Elgin and Doherty of Streeter, and I went back to the fraternity house, and they lined me up against the wall, my head against the wall, and they hit me with a paddle, which they do. There's still a dent in the wall at the Zeta Psi house where my head hit that wall, so I decided I'd go out for football. And on this day in 1974, Illinois hosted Michigan State for the Memorial Stadium Golden Anniversary Game, and Red Grange was in attendance. Finally, today is the 110th annual Illinois Homecoming Game. Illinois has had three other homecoming games on this day, and won all of them. The last was 1963 when the Illini beat Minnesota 16-6. That's today in Illini football history. Thanks to Mike Pearson for his research. And there's more to come as we turn our attention back to today's homecoming game between the Illini and Wisconsin. Steve Kelly, Brian Barnhart, Martin O'Donnell are all standing by to take you up to kickoff at 11 a.m. I'm Scott Beatty. I'm back with you after the ball game along with Michael Martin for the Fasteners Etc. Post Game Show. We take your calls and your texts about what you saw right here on News Talk 1400, WDWS Champaign-Urbana, and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS Champaign-Urbana, News Gazette Media Stations.